This is episode 112 for Tuesday, October 24th, 2017, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week, we revisit category 30B, Autumn Seasonal. Welcome to Brew Styles. My name is Powers, and together with Chris, Travis, and Sawyer, we take on the world of beer, one style at a time. Every week, we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast may be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Brew underscore Styles. Drop by our website, BrewStyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. Welcome back, everybody, to Studio Thrace.0 here in Arlington, Texas. <laughs> what the? <laughs> We're getting a little Spanish in here, even though... I was just feeling a little feisty. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit feisty I today. think he's drunk already. No, well, maybe a little bit, uh, a little bit of residual from last night. Um, oh, really? Yeah, just, uh, I, I, you know, that, that stone that I brought today, I drank probably one too many of those last night. <laughs> uh. Yeah. You know, my uh, Anna's pretty used to me just passing out on the couch after a little while, just <laughs> with some random West Coast college football game on. Just like, okay, here's New Mexico State versus, you know, Idaho A&M or something like that. It's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I'm back this week after a, after uh, taking a break out uh, in Houston, Last week, I'm also joined here by Chris. Chris, what have you been doing this past week? Work. Work. What's work, that? Work, 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 work. <laughs> she didn't even use complete English words in that song, and she makes millions off of it. Yeah, it's so sickening. Stupid. Was that? The parodies of it are really funny, though. Oh, yeah. Have you seen The Dancing Pig? <laughs> no. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I'll show it to you later. All right. Yep. Also joined here by Sawyer. Sawyer, how's your past week been going? Man, it's been busy. Uh, (laughs) I mean, just, yeah, same old, same old. Tell me about it. Anyways, I went to Mellow Mushroom last night uh, for dinner and uh, sat down, looked at the beer list, ordered a Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Hmm. It did not not taste like a Sierra Nevada Pale Ale at all. Because that that's a, that that beer has a real nice crisp finish to it, and it's hoppy, and it was neither. Mm-hmm. And so it was on nitro, right? Well, I thought it was on nitro. Oh, I asked the guy. I was like, "Is this on nitro?" He said, "No." What? Okay. Yeah, and I wasn't sitting at the bar. We were at a table, so maybe the waiter didn't really know what he was talking about. Well, I've know. never seen. I've seen some IPAs on nitro, but I've never seen Sierra Nevada Pale Ale on nitro. It was. Well, it sure did taste like it was on nitro. I mean, Strange. It, it was awful. I thought I was drinking a Guinness. Hmm. It, it was horrible. So I've, I've never actually had anything on nitro. What does that actually do to the beer? It it gives it a softer mouthfeel, in my opinion. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's not as harsh as CO2. Yeah. But. And um, 
It just kind of it, t- it tastes like it's flat. It's oh. creamier. Yeah. Think like a Guinness okay. draft. Yeah. That's always served on nitro. Okay. Yeah. So that that would and you get be... the the cascading reverse bubbles. Yeah. Oh. So right. most of the time, well, okay. So we talked about this a little bit yesterday. In my opinion, nitro should be saved for stouts and things of that sort. Right. IPAs on nitro are just weird. Mm-hmm. Like I think the Guinness IPAs on nitro also. Maybe that's just Guinness's thing. Like all of our beers are on nitro. I don't know. Hmm. It's it's strange. Yeah, I don't I don't really like it unless I'm drinking a stout. Now something like Temptress on nitro that's fantastic. Oh yeah, and see like even with stouts, I'm not a huge fan of nitro. I don't know. There's something about it. I it just don't ups like. the creaminess thing for me. And and with a stout, that's what I'm looking for is like a creamy mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah it, it, that would be weird on a pale ale or something I expect to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, crisp, it, crisp, dry almost. It was really strange because I wanted something refreshing, and that's what that was the beer you know like, yeah, I, yeah. I knew what it was and it wasn't that mm-hmm. at all not even close did mm. you send it back no i drank it yeah. <laughs> well um while we're here celebrating the season of autumn with our autumn seasonal beer episode travis See? is off celebrating seasons of love with rent so um he oh, will... that's right i forgot yeah we're sans travis today yeah yes so we do not have travis but don't worry i'll cover you travis oh no it's awful <laughs> this could be bad I'm worried about what's coming <laughs> oh no no all of the all, all of the rent puns that's all i could think of on my drive home on my drive down here so <laughs> power spent hours trying to make up his own drops <laughs> powers hours that's oh. coming soon by the way yeah oh yeah that is a thing oh I good lord mm-hmm. we're gonna do power powers power hour yeah i think so that would yeah, be that's uh oh god we'll that's see. Be a fun episode i still gotta <laughs> figure out what kind of beer i'm gonna do for that didn't we Maybe. talk about setting like a an uh abv limit no i remember what it was to at least do a certain abv or? no i remember what it was we're not gonna talk about it. that's gonna be a surprise okay we'll talk about it after i remember what here. it was yeah okay yeah. Hmm. so let's talk about oh, before we do that though Thanks to our listeners. Thank you to our listeners. Thanks to our listeners. <laughs> Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, anywhere you get podcasts, get it. Ready? Did we actually figure out if we're on Google Play? We are, because that's what I use. Okay. Oh, so See, it's working now. Well, because I have the Google Allegedly. Play app on my iPhone, but I can't search for podcasts. It only does like the music and stuff. It's probably because you have an iPhone. Maybe. That's like their biggest like middle finger to you. Yeah, maybe so. Because I've checked Stitcher, and, and I know we're on there, and then obviously we're on iTunes, because that's where we post everything, And the too, old but, interwebs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. I just... Okay, well, that's good to know, because we didn't know for the longest time, for sure, if, if, it, was, yeah. if it was there. Because when we applied to be on Google Play, they hadn't actually released the podcast section of their app yet. Oh, right. okay. And so then I got an email, like, a year later that says your account has been activated or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, that's strange. And mm-hmm. we could still not find it. But now that we know that it's there for sure, we're good. Yeah. So, yes, you can find <laughs> us on Google Play. <laughs> yeah, thanks to the only Android user on our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good for something every so often. <laughs> so uh, let's go ahead and get into Autumn Seasonal. We're not going to go through like a whole bunch of history or anything, but let's, let's kind of review uh, our style guidelines so we know what to expect. Um. Actually, you know what? We skipped another thing, too. We didn't talk about the beer we're drinking right now. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Our starter beer. Why don't you tell us about mm-hmm. this one? Yeah, let me see that can. Thank you. Is it a regular can? It, actually, <laughs> it, it is a regular can. It's, it's, not a, it's not a fake can, like fake news. 
Um, so uh, this is uh, from Independence Brewing Company out of Austin, Texas, uh, which will make sense with the title. It's called Oklahoma Sucks Beer. Oh, yeah, beer. It also <laughs> Does says beer really big at the bottom? Big time brand. So, yeah, Oklahoma Sucks uh, Fluid 12 Ounces. Uh, Did you figure out what the ABV was? Oh, yeah. Um, hang on. While you're looking it up. It's, it's kind of funny that you brought this today because I saw that in the store and I really wanted to buy it because my coworker went to OU and I'm constantly giving her a hard time about <laughs> Oklahoma. And so I definitely took a picture of, of this beer and sent it to all of my coworkers today and they thought it was hilarious. It rings in at a 4.8% alcohol. 4.8. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alcohol by volume, 32 IPUs. Hey, that's high for Oklahoma. 4.8. Yeah. Yeah. It, it well, I guess is. they've changed that recently, haven't they? Yeah, they, they've recently got out of it. Because uh, it used to be, what, 3%? 3.5% is all you could do. I mean, they had liquor stores where I think you could buy, like, better beer, but... So yeah. is that why we're just now getting the Prairie Artisan Ales down here? Probably. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I mean, I don't know for sure. I mean, they've been around for what uh, down here at least for like maybe six months to a year. Uh, I thought it's been longer than that. Has it? I think okay. So, yeah. Because their their stuff is high alcohol. Yeah. Like I, I've been there in Tulsa. You know, it's you go in there and, and the the lowest thing you find might be seven or eight percent alcohol by volume. So mm. yeah. You know. Anyways. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's uh, it's pretty malty and yeah. a lot hoppier than I was expecting. Um, I guess it's more the the hoppy side of the American Amber Ale. You put American in front of everything; it's gonna be hoppy. Well, not necessarily. Amber Ale can be either or. Meh. But yeah. it's good. I like it. It's very nice. I definitely drink it again. It's uh, yeah. It's it's definitely easy. It's it's easy on you. Yeah, I'll say that. It's easy on the eyes. Oh yeah. No, yeah, it's a. Uh, well, I'm having a hard time telling if it's clear as balls this time, but no, it's <laughs> slightly <laughs> hazy. I believe. Yeah, yeah, I would say it's slightly hazy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. All right. Well, let's go get into it. Autumn oh, seasonal beer, thirty oh. B. Autumn seasonal beers are beers that suggest cool weather and the autumn harvest season. Mm. It may include pumpkin or other squashes and the associated spices. Yeah, squash. Uh, especially talking about evaluating the balance of added ingredients with the base beer. So, harmonious marriage. Overall impression, an amber to copper spiced beer that often has a moderately rich body and slightly warming finish, suggesting a good accompaniment for the cool fall season and often evocative of Thanksgiving traditions. That's a lot of big words there. (laughs) They're huge. Aroma. A wide range of aromatics is possible, although many examples are reminiscent of pumpkin pie, candied yams, or similar harvest, or U.S. Thanksgiving-themed dishes. Any combination of aromatics that suggests the fall season is welcome. So that's the keyword right there for one of the beers that we have. Why are you raising your hands? I I have a question. (laughs) And no, there's no drops to make fun of me this time. Yay. Um, (laughs) Y'all want to go to Hurricane Harbor after this? Um, so my question is, is did they say anything about funnel cake in there? You just ruined it, Sawyer. I haven't ruined anything. (laughs) Any combination of aromatics that suggests the fall season is welcome. Okay. The base beer style often has a multi-profile that supports the balanced presentation of the aromatics from spices and possibly other special ingredients. Additional fermentables, e.g. 
brown sugar, honey, molasses, maple syrup, etc. may lend their own unique aromatics. Hop aromatics are often absent, subdued, or slightly spicy. Alcohol aromatics may be found in some examples, but this character should be restrained. Oops. The overall aroma should be balanced and harmonious, and is often fairly complex and inviting. Appearance. Generally medium amber to cuppery brown. Light versions are more common. Usually clear, although darker versions may be virtually opaque. Not actually opaque, but virtually opaque. Mm. Some chill haze is acceptable. Generally has a well-formed head that is often off-white to tan. Some versions with squashes will take on an unusual hue for beer with orange-like hints. Hue. Hmm. Huey. Flavor. Many interpretations are possible. <laughs> this is another one of those variable by base style. Oh, God. Mm. Allow for brewer creativity as long as the resulting product is balanced and provides some spice and optionally sugar and vegetable presentation. Spices associated with the fall season are typical, as mentioned in the aroma section. The spices and optional fermentables should be supportive and blend well with the base beer style. Rich, malty, and or sweet malt-based flavors are common and may include caramel, toasty, biscuity, or nutty flavors. Toasted bread crust or cooked pie crust flavors are welcome. May include distinctive flavors from specific fermentables. Molasses, honey, brown sugar, etc. There's another etc. there, Sawyer. Oh, thank you. Although these elements are not required. Flavor derived from squash-based vegetables are often elusive. The wide range of special ingredients should be supportive and balanced, not so prominent as to overshadow the base beer. Bitterness and hot flavor are generally restrained so as to not interfere with the spices and special ingredients. Generally finishes rather full and satisfying and often has some alcohol flavor. <laughs> some. Oops. Mm. Mm. Roasted malt characteristics are typically absent. Mouth feel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do it as well as Sarah does. Mouthfeel. <laughs> what was that? Another, that's from another drop. Oh, okay. A wide range of interpretations is possible. Body is generally medium to full, and certain malty and or vegetable-based chewiness is often present. Moderately low to moderately high carbonation is typical. Many examples will show some well-aged warming alcohol content, but without being overly hot. The beers do not have to be overly strong to show some warming effects. Comments. Overall balance is the key to presenting a well-made autumn seasonal beer. The special ingredients should complement the base beer and not overwhelm it. Well. Yes. The brewer should recognize that some combinations of base beer styles and special ingredients work well together while others do not make a do not make for harmonious combinations. So the brewer should recognize. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Recognize. If the base beer is a classic style, the original style should come through in aroma and flavor. Whenever spices, herbs, or additional fermentables are declared, each should be noticeable and distinctive in its own way, although not necessarily individually identifiable. Balanced with the other ingredients is still crucial. In other words, the beer should read as a spiced beer, but without having to tell that specific spices are present, even if declared. That's weird. Is that wait? Okay, and so you should know it's spiced, but you shouldn't be able to figure out which ones. But it also says that each spice, when, whenever spices etc. are declared, each should be noticeable and distinctive in its own way. Although, okay, 
Oh, so it, you, you should get the feeling of the spice, but you shouldn't be able to taste like, hey, this is what that spice is. I guess. Weird. Huh. It's all an adventure of flavors. Although not necessarily individually identifiable. So the, yeah. the basic thing here is well-balanced. You want to be able to tell what the base beer is and then have you know, some of the of whatever spices or vegetables that you used come through in the flavor. So it's not like overpowering. Okay. Yeah. Characteristic ingredients. Spices are required and often include those evocative of the fall or Thanksgiving season. Allspice, nutmeg, cinnamon, cloves, ginger. But any combination is possible and creativity is encouraged. Flavorful adjuncts are often used. Molasses, invert sugar, brown sugar, honey, maple, uh, maple syrup, etc. Squash type or gourd type vegetables, most frequently pumpkin, are often used. A lot of pumpkin. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, what kind of sugars did you say again? Invert. What is that? Uh, non-fermentable. Oh, okay. I've just never heard it referred to as such. So, Entry instructions for those of you that are homebrewers. The entrant must specify a base style but the declared style does not have to be a classic style. The entrant must specify the type of spices, herbs, or vegetables used. Individual ingredients do not need to be specified if a well-known blend of spices is used. Imperial blonde. Pumpkin pie spice. The beer must contain spices and may contain vegetables and or sugars. Are you suggesting an autumn seasonal imperial blonde? Yes. Oh, gosh. I bet that might be good. Vital statistics. With some paradise seeds. (laughs) OG, FG, IBUs, Swarm, and ABV will vary depending on the underlying base beer. No. (laughs) No. Variable by base style. ABV is generally above 5%, and most examples are somewhat amber copper in color. You know what? Now that I think back to the first time we ever did this style, this is why I got hammered. It's because it's above 5% for the most part. Oh, yeah. The first time we did that's where we got the drop from. Yeah. My accountability rating. (laughs) Yeah. And we also got the light beer drop too from that one. Didn't we? Or did we? That was the first time we used it. That was episode 10. Yeah. That was the first time we used it though. Because 10 was the American Light Lager. Yeah. God, I was so drunk at that. Oh, man. This could be interesting. Commercial examples Dogfish Head Pumpkin Ale, Schlafly Pumpkin Ale, and Southampton Pumpkin Ale. And what was the last one? Southampton. Southampton. Okay. Southampton pumpkin. I so don't think we have any commercial examples because we, Sawyer, you and I talked about the Dogfish Head pumpkin. Yeah, that was the only one that I saw right off the bat. And we decided to not get that one because we did it on the last. Yeah, I saw I saw it was on the list of beers that you guys have had before. I try to avoid those as yeah. much as possible. So. Which I think we did a pretty good job of that this time. We did end up with one that we've already had, but because I remember liking it and I wanted to try it again. So maybe we'll do that one as the first one and kind of use that as our litmus since we don't have a commercial example. Yeah. We'll start with the one that we've already done before. Now, who did the punkle? What what brewery? Uh, Lakewood. Lakewood. Yeah. Oh yeah, duh. There's one that's there's there's one that uh I think it they do the uh, Crunkin' Pumpkin that they're discontinuing. Is that Southern Tier? Yes. Yeah, they're pulling out of Texas. Isn't that the one that's also sour? Or they have a sour version of it, too? Oh, maybe. I don't remember. I there can't was, remember I remember either. last year at a, uh, a cabin here meeting, somebody handed me a 
sour pumpkin ale, and it was glorious. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, I thought you were going to say it was horrible. No, it was fantastic. It was tremendous. It's tremendous. I, I'm going to have to remember what it is, and I'm going to look for it this year, see if I can find it, because it was really good. It was tremendously luxurious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess we'll take our break and get started. All right. Yep. Let's get drunk. <laughs> All right, so as we kind of kind of mentioned before the break, the uh, the first beer we're going to have is the Punkle by Lakewood Brewing. Uh, this is a pumpkin pie spiced Dunkel Autumn Seasonal. Uh, let's see, vital statistic: five point five percent OGs, ten fifty five, twenty three IBUs, and a swarm of nineteen. And uh, it's in a brown bottle with a wooden label. Well, that's oh. that's neat. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Optical mm. illusion, um, and it's got a <laughs> it's got a pumpkin and crossbones on there. Oh, above wow. the name, that's kind of cool. Uh, their blurb on the side of the, uh, the bottle says, "Is there a better fall treat than pumpkin pie?" Nope. Which is why there are so many pumpkin beers out there. It's also why ours is based on the dessert, not the gourd. Our twist, Punkle, has no pumpkin. It's a dark, malty German lager, but with a lighter body enhanced by cinnamon, allspice, nutmeg, and ginger. Because who doesn't like a little trick with their treat? When I think of really good pumpkin, you know, autumn seasonal type beers, this is the one that immediately comes to my mind because this is, I think, probably one of the most balanced ones that, that you'll come across. I remember every time we do this episode, we have the issue of there's just so much allspice. It's just like hits you in the face. And most of the beers are on the lighter side. Mm-hmm. This one, the base style is a Dunkel, which is a dark, malty, rich, kind of chocolatey uh, liquid bread beer. Yeah. So when you add the, the spices into it, it I think it is a, a very good, harmonious marriage. So we've mm-hmm. had this one on the podcast before, but when I saw it, I couldn't not pick it up. Mm-hmm. Well, let's take a look at it. Um, so it's, um, I mean, would you call that balls clear? Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. just dark. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when held up to the light, it's a very nice, like ruby red color, mm, like mm-hmm. the ruby uh, shoes in the Wizard of Oz, the ruby red shoes. Mm, not quite. It's not that red. Uh, that would be more like it's a dark red yes mm, there's no place like home mm. hmm i get allspice in the aroma yeah yeah do you pick up much of the the base beer in the aroma maybe a little bit i mean not much my, a lot. my allergy medicine hasn't kicked in yet so i'm not catching too much anything. of the beer i also catch a lot of that cinnamon that they cinnamon the cinnamon yes I mean, the the smell is, you know, it definitely reminds me of, you know, of course, the pumpkin spice latte type drinks where, you know, nobody really goes to Starbucks to get the pumpkin flavor in their pumpkin spice latte. They're looking more for those uh, spices, mm-hmm. those indicative spices. So I like Yeah, which is like usually that. a lot of cinnamon. Well, I mean, it's all everything they put in here, cinnamon, allspice, nutmeg. Mm-hmm. I don't know about ginger. I don't really get ginger. But the cinnamon allspice and, and the nutmeg, I definitely, I definitely pick up. Yeah, 
Yeah, faux reels. Not much of the beer though. Like I'm not I'm not getting a lot of beer aroma yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Hmm. Well, okay. Yeah, I could drink a lot of this. Yeah. It's not over the top. I think it's very well balanced. Yeah. Um the cinnamon is is not up front for me. I think it's more the allspice and the nutmeg. With like the cinnamon is kind of like that drying note. Like if you've ever mm, done the cinnamon yeah, challenge, where you mm-hmm. take that spoonful of cinnamon, yeah. you, completely and you, dries out your mouth, and you hate your life for about thirty minutes. Yeah, um, yeah, I can, I can definitely taste that. I think I catch a little bit more of the ginger in the flavor, just as like a light note, nothing, nothing crazy. Yeah, I can see where they're getting the ginger from. See, I can't really pick up the ginger. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't get the ginger at all. But I it's don't. kind of after everything else kind of washes away for me. But because when I think ginger, I think like the fresh ginger you get when you're eating sushi. Oh yeah, yeah. Every time I think of ginger, I think of no souls. Well, <laughs> gingers have souls. <laughs> uh, I, I just started. What that kid's doing now? <laughs> I know, right? Hmm. Do you pick up much of the uh, the dunkle? Um, yeah, a little in the flavor, at least. I mean, I think it kind of attributes to the spices, though, quite a bit. Yeah, it's a nice harmonious marriage. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, you know, I I definitely get some of the the liquid bread and the uh, the toasted notes. Yeah. Um, not roasted, but a slight toasty note, and like in the toaster. Like the, yeah, and like the the <coughs> mouth feel is medium bodied. Hmm. It's good very uh just easy you know yeah just it, it it doesn't hit you in the face with anything in the flavor it's it's very well done in that regard yeah this would actually go really well with a piece of pumpkin pie yeah or a steak <laughs> <laughs> maybe chicken actually it has on the side of the oh bone. yeah um pairs well with smoked ge- Gruyere, whatever that is. <laughs> I should have let him struggle with that. Turkey yeah, legs, did. <laughs> turkey legs, and food comas. I don't know. Smoked, whatever it was you said. It's cheese. Uh, it's like a French cheese. So it's like Powers. Where did you get your education? Uh, same place you did. Oh God, University of Texas at Arlington. Oh okay. Yep. I don't remember Great. learning about cheese. <laughs> Me neither. Do they have a class on that? Uh. No, I just, I, I just know, I, I know a lot about food. They have a bowling class. <laughs> I took yoga class at UTA. That oh, was nice. I mean, you know. So how's how's year different than Gouda? Because that's also a smoked cheese. I know mm-hmm. that. Oh gosh, now you're asking me about like specifics on the Gruyere cheese. Um, <laughs> God. Well, you're the one that has the education on the cheeses. Yeah, uh, um, I like cheese its too. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We should make a cheese. It's beer. Cheez-It. <clears throat> Actually, you know, back in college, we used to use Cheez-Its as a dry rub for our steaks. Really? Oh, yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, I get the hot and spicy Cheez-Its, the one made of Tabasco. You use oh, it as yeah. a dry rub on your steak. It's really good. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm going to try that. And we would marinate it in Shiner. Ooh. It's fantastic. <laughs> Talk about <clears throat> ghetto, though, but you know, whatever. All right. Well... What's your poundability? 
my poundability rating on this one. <laughs> Six and a half. You know, I'm kind of right there too. I'm I'm actually gonna say seven. It's well, see, I was almost at seven, but I'm like, oh man, it's it is very well balanced and it's very good. It's just there's a lot going on there, and I don't think I could pound it without feeling sick. Yeah, and like for me, it just depends on my mood because sometimes I'm not in like a huge drinking mood, but right now I kind of am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I, that's why I'm, I'm right. at a seven. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I was actually I, I was thinking both of you guys were a little bit low. Um, just because you know, I like. I mean, I guess the past couple of days I've been drinking some really heavy, like hoppy beers. So like this is, you know, in in that context, very easily poundable for me. Um, mm. I'm I'm gonna put it at seven point five. Oh, that's okay, cool. all right. He's he's got us all topped out there. Yeah. No, I I I could like especially today I could very easily just take this and just. This is a sipping beer. <laughs> it's uh. I don't All right. Know. It's just for me, you know. There's just I would like to just sit and enjoy this, and uh, I would too. Yes. Yeah. So, what's your beer judge certification program rating? Bye, Jai Sai Pai. Yeah. Um. This would be pretty high for me. I know it's not listed as a commercial example, but I would say forty to forty-two. Yeah, I could I could be talked into that. Um, I mean. It's it's not there's not any flaws, obviously. Uh, it's very well balanced. I can identify the base beer style, mm. which is also a classic example, and I can identify the spices. So it it hits all the checkpoints. Mm-hmm. So it would it would be in the forties for sure for me. Cool. Yeah. Just a note: um, Gruyere is described as. <laughs> Creamy and nutty when young, and becoming more assertive, earthy, and complex as it matures. That yeah, sounds like me. Yeah. Mature cheese. <laughs> you were creamy and nutty when you were young? Yeah. <laughs> but what happens when you cut the cheese? Um, it smells pretty bad. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Smoky. When, <laughs> well, when, when, <laughs> well, when fully aged, it tends to have small cracks, which in part... In part <laughs> Slightly grainy texture. Okay, this is getting worse. We're going to stop right there. Yeah. By the way, uh, Chris, I like your shirt. It says, I hand Colorado. It's hmm. left hand. You left, left hand, hand Col- Colorado. Oh. Left hand Colorado. Am I supposed to be getting a joke here? Left hand is a brewery in Colorado. Well, yes. So it, instead of the I heart New York kind of shirt, instead of saying I heart Colorado, oh, yeah. it's I left hand Colorado. Okay. It's, so it's not, not funny if you have to anything. explain it. Well, yeah. <laughs> I should say I left hand backhand Colorado. What? Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. Anything else on the punkle? No. It's uh, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I do have something. I like this beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's next? And now for a nice and tasty nod to brewing history with... Oh, jeez. Brooklyn's Post Road Pumpkin Ale. That's a lot of P noises right there. <laughs> All right. So this one's coming out of Brooklyn. Uh, ringing nah. in. Oh, God. <laughs> ringing in at 5.0 alcohol by volume. Um, this is, unlike the Punkel, a beer actually brewed using pumpkin. Um, Punk, yeah, it's Punkel. Punkel. Punkel? Punkel. Because it's based off of a Dunkel beer. Okay, it's called Punkel. <laughs> We're going to drink some Punkel and Dunkel. Yeah, let's do that. I don't know how to pronounce Dunkel. Anyway. Dunkel. 
Punkel. I know I know what Gruyere is supposed to be pronounced like. <laughs> Smoky, apparently, with small cracks. <laughs> with small cracks. Jeez. Creamy and nutty when young. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> That's gross. Yeah, it really is. Uh so their little blurb on the neck of the on the neck of the bottle. <laughs> blurb. Blurb. Uh, says, in the 18th century, colonial Americans brewed wonderful and interesting ales using local ingredients. Barley was the principal ingredient, but pumpkins were favored by brewers for their rich, spicy flavors, which melded perfectly with melted barley. Post Road brings you a delicious tradition of this traditional American classic. Pumpkin. Anyway. Um, um, yeah. I don't like this one. You don't like this one? Nope. Have you already, I, we I haven't, haven't even started. started talking about it yet. I, I will voice my opinions as we go, but that's the first one I wanted to so, say. <clears throat> if you remember back to our very first autumn seasonal episode, our first pumpkin beer episode, uh, we talked about one of the original um, pumpkin beers, and that was from Buffalo Bill's Brewery. It was original. Yeah. But uh, the, the other thing that's interesting, uh, wow, <clears throat> that's interesting about this one is it's Drunk. one of the few ones that's still brewed with just pumpkin there's not any like it's not just pumpkin spice like our last one is just pumpkin spice it wasn't actually brewed this with has pumpkin. the meat yeah. this one has the pumpkin in it which is going to be more like remember when travis brewed his beer with pumpkin i don't remember much of that no <laughs> were you were you drunk then too oh that's when we did the sign the simul brew hold on hold on 100 percent of the time i've seen you in the past three years you've oh. been drunk. <laughs> yeah that's well i don't know about a hundred percent well, because I found the the ep, or not the episode the uh, it was episode fifteen. Yeah, I found the article that I read that very first episode. Oh, the episode, beer. yeah. And it said, with more than four hundred pumpkin beers to choose from today, modern drinkers may not be tasting anything like their beers' colonial ancestors, but it's still a nice and now tasty nod to brewing history. So there's your flashback for the day. Well, let's let's take a gander at this one because the first taste is with your eyes. Um, it's you say that almost condescendingly. N- yeah, there's a drop like that. This Trust one me. is balls clear. It is uh, balls clear. Yes. Balls, 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 clear as balls, balls, balls. Jeez. <laughs> you know, like we balls? don't have the drops. <laughs> like basketballs are fun to play with, and soccer balls, and golf balls, and anyway. So I'm smelling <clears throat> a little bit of potpourri. Well, yeah, grandma's bathroom. Kind of. I, I do Granny's smell. Ashtray. Oh God. <laughs> I do smell a lot of the the actual pumpkin. It's not. I mean, there's some of yeah. that spice because just you know that's naturally what what pumpkin has you know some of those spices in it. But mm-hmm. I, I smell more pumpkin and less allspice, nutmeg, cinnamon. I smell neither of those. I smell grandma's bathroom and. Potpourri. I am going to split the difference between you both and say I smell both. And um, it, you know, I smell a little bit of that potpourri, but I think it's mostly coming from the pumpkin that I'm getting off of that. Um, and I still haven't tasted it yet. So Sawyer already has his fully fledged opinion. I'd, I'd like to hear what that is. Yeah, so I don't like this beer. Well, I'm trying to figure out what the base <laughs> beer is because it's not listed on the bottle anywhere. Um, I th- it's a Dunkel. No, it's not. <laughs> Untapped has it as a pumpkin slash yam beer. Mm, so I'm not sure if that's, that's any right. sort of style. I remember that now. Yeah. Hmm. It is a yam beer. Well, I mean, it's a very light 
Mm-hmm. I almost get some hop character, so I would I yeah. would venture to say that it might be like a pilsner, <clears throat> because Brooklyn does a lot of of like lagers and German style beers. Yeah, because they've got. I am absolutely not as offended by this as Sawyer is. Um, well, okay, so the reason I don't like it for real though is because I actually like the allspice in the other ones. Oh, okay, so you're saying you're basic. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah, so they make I a, like to be simple and basic. <laughs> Thank you. They make a Pilsner. There's a, just a Brooklyn, you know, a basic Pilsner beer. I think that might be the, the base style for this. Possibly. I mean, it, it is a lot lighter than the last one. It, cl- it, it claims to be some sort of ale, so... Well, it's, they also have a Vienna lager, but um, this hmm. is too light for that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it claims to be an ale, I mean, but you can filter down to the microns, so, you know... But if it's a Pilsner, that's... I don't know. Hmm. Pilsner a lager? Pilsner is a lager. Yeah, it's this one claims ale b- brewed with pumpkin and spices. So then they I a, would they have a brown say, ale, but that's too light for a brown ale. I would say yeah. maybe a blonde ale. Or even a pale ale. You're getting that much hop off of it, are you? No, I'm just thinking of other ways that we could spin this. I mean they have a lot of they've got several pale ales. Or maybe a Kolsch. <clears throat> A filtered Kolsch. I could see that almost, yeah. Mm. I haven't had a Kolsch in a long time. They got a lot of pale ales. Saison's. Dark Ale. Another pale ale. They're definitely not trying to go for that pumpkin spice feel. And and they don't claim that they're trying to at all. It's definitely... um, it's definitely meant to be an ale with pumpkin characteristic. The allspice thing is the everyday white girl's drink. It's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Raise your PSLs. PSL? Pumpkin spice latte. Yep. Oh. Um, so I think Oh my god, it's PSL season. <laughs> oh my god. I can't even. I think <laughs> I, I, I I really can't. If I were to venture a guess, I would say that the you know the base beer is just a very easy, clean, finishing, light something. Mm-hmm. And then they toss in the pumpkin to to add that flavor and to create another fermentable. Mm-hmm. So, because the ABV on this one was what? Uh, five. Five percent. So, that's not really high. It's too low. We too no, low. It's not. Five is right. I mean... It's- the guideline said... Yeah, generally above five percent. Yeah, but it's it's not fun if it's just at five. <laughs> well, anyway, so we're gonna have a lot of fun today. Don't so worry. Oh, I'm not worrying. I'm just saying. <laughs> so it's light enough to get the very subtle pumpkin note without mm-hmm. having to add in all the extra allspice no. and cinnamon and nutmeg and and all of that stuff. Cinnamon. I think it's very good. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's very drinkable. It's subtle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd say it's well balanced. Now, I wouldn't rank it as high as the Punkle. No, it. it I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I. I would agree with that. I would agree with Chris on this one. However, I would say it's more poundable. Yes, absolutely. So, poundability rating on this one for me would probably be. Mm, I don't know. See, I'm at an eight here. I'm going to go to a seven. Yeah. Six. And my BJCP on this one would be high 30s. 
It just doesn't have that spice characteristic that you're supposed to be really getting Well, with I this. mean, the, the guidelines focus a lot on balance. They focus on balance, but they also very much so say that there should be some sort of, like, present spice characteristic, right? I think it's there. Hmm. It's just, since it's a lighter beer style, you're going to have a lighter spice to balance it. Hmm. I'm gonna... Something like the Dunkel or a Stout, you would need more spices to balance that. So, yeah, it's it's lesser, but the base beer is lighter, too. So I would still say that it's balanced. They don't say anything about Grandma's bathroom in the guidelines, so I'm going to say... I only get that on the smell, though. I, I get, get that taste. all throughout. Um, I would say low 30s, maybe high 20s. Wow, that's significantly different. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I'm just trying to make comments based on the on the guidelines. I'd, you know. Yeah. That's why... You know, one of the things that it said in there was should have spices, but not necessarily individually identifiable. Right. Well, I can identify grandma's bathroom. <laughs> That's not a spice. Oh, close enough. <laughs> I think this that. would do pretty well in, con- in competition, mm-hmm. just because it is balanced and it's it's a clean it's clean finishing. It's a I would clean just, I would just love to know what the base beer on this is, like what the base style is supposed to be. But yeah. started from the bottom, now we here. <laughs> oh man, yeah. No, I like that. It's good. Cool, especially for being you know not a historic beer, but within a historic style. Sure. Of yeah. actually using pumpkin instead of just mm-hmm. you know fudging it with spices. Yeah, mm, I like fudge. Well, pumpkin spice has just become such a different thing than actual pumpkin lately. I mean, yeah. it's, it, I mean, just too much like cinnamon the, and nutmeg and all that extra crap. Yeah, exactly. This is a lot more subdued. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah, definitely. Anything I think Sawyer's else? done with it. Yeah, <laughs> I have nothing else to say. All right. <laughs> well, let's move on. All right, so uh, I'm glad you asked uh, because this next one is a doozy. Um, and, uh, this is the, uh, funnel cake ale from community beer company in Dallas. Uh, this one's brewed every year, uh, for the state fair of Texas. Um, uh, I'll just read the little, the little blurb bloop. Um, it says funnel cake ale originally brewed to celebrate the 2014 state fair of Texas. This unique ale has built a strong local following statistically. I'm sorry. Stylistically. This beer is an English summer ale. We brew it using Maris Otter English malt and malted wheat to lend a crisp and bready finish. During aging, we puree and infuse whole Madagascar vanilla beans to finish off the delicious character that mirrors the famous state fair treat, funnel cake. Uh, This rings in at a uh, very hardcore 4.2%. I don't know if I can handle that. ABV. The original Gangster is 10.5. Does that sound right? No. OG. I don't think that's right. It says 10.5 degrees. Oh, that's Play-Doh. Oh. All right. And then the IBUs is 15. No swerm. So, yeah. And it's it's a real can. So this is different from pretty much anything else we have because it's not pumpkin or pumpkin spice based in flavor. However... The argument could be made it's still an autumn seasonal beer because it's for the state fair. Yes. Which is going on right, right now. now. Today's the last uh, day. Yes. Oh, we're, we're well, topical, yeah. timely beer here then. I don't know. Yeah. 
Well, and you know, like I, we kind of alluded to it a little bit when we were reading the guidelines because it talked about other fermentables and invert sugars and mm-hmm. things like that. So it didn't specifically say it had to have spices in it. No, I don't think so. I think mm. it just said it was it had to lend itself to autumn flavors. Yeah, which funnel cake? Oh my gosh! <laughs> all right, unless well, you're Six Flags, you can get it all year. Well, true, all right. but anyway. I haven't had a funnel cake in a long time. It's sticky and messy. Yeah, but they're fun. All right. Uh, funnels. <laughs> <laughs> so this was sticky not and messy. clear. It is like just about, it's it's op- almost opaque. I don't know. It's, it's, I can't see anything. I, I would say it's it. cloudy. Yeah, I don't know that I'd say murky, but it's definitely cloudy. I mean, I can't see through it's it. It's an interesting no, aroma. At all. Well, it's a, it's a golden yellow color. It's very light. Yeah. Wow, definitely smells like a funnel cake. Yeah, with a little bit of an off aroma too. Well, I definitely get the vanilla. Yeah, you ever smell? You remember smelling my uh, Living Pledge Pale Ale? Vaguely, it kind of smelled like a burnt hair dryer. <laughs> uh, sure. That kind of reminds me of this. I I don't get burnt hair dryer. I just had to take my glasses off, get deeper into that. Oh, man, that escalated quickly. <laughs> Powers doesn't take his glasses off for anything. Not anything. I've, I, I can catch that vanilla. I like that. Yeah, yeah I, I do too. Get vanilla. Hmm. It's just up front where I get the burnt hair dryer. See, I don't get burnt hair dryer. Hmm. Potato chips? No. Whoa. That was a joke. No. I just tasted it. That is um, pronounced. Does it taste like funnel cake? It tastes... Uh, strangely enough, yes. Especially <laughs> at the front of that taste. I mean, yeah, they're claiming the funnel cake. By God, it's there. Yeah, um, I could see it. And it's really not that hard to drink either. It's not like, you know, real... How do I put this? Real heavy? It is. In a way? Sweet. Flavor-wise? It is sweet. I yeah. might actually prefer this to an actual funnel cake. Hmm. Yeah, this one will get you drunk. And it's not messy and sticky. I mean, it could be sticky if you stuck your fingers in there. Just make sure you sanitize, you know. Watch, 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 watch. Put my finger in it. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> hmm. It's, I don't know, it's 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 kind of hard to describe because it's sweet, but it's not like sugary sweet. Yeah. I mean, I... Do, do you get any of the the bready stuff that you'd get off funnel cake? I'm I, I'm feel like I'm feeling more like I'm getting more of the powdered sugar aspect that you would put on a funnel cake, but right. that's that that's that's where I'm at with this so far. I'm trying to trying to kind of break this thing down because it is it's hard to get over that initial hit of just vanilla flavor that hits you. Mm-hmm. Now, nowadays, you can get all kinds of, like, fruit and weird things on your funnel cake. Back wonder, in my day. I wonder what this would taste like if you aged it on fruit, if you'd get, like, the fruit funnel cake. Like a strawberry ale or something? Yeah. Huh. That'd be interesting. If people put chocolate syrup on their funnel cakes. I wouldn't put chocolate syrup uh, in this beer. No. <laughs> I think a strawberry <laughs> might actually, like, a, a strawberry... Type of flavor might complement this pretty well. I think if you put chocolate syrup in the beer, it'd be like chocolate <laughs> milk, but chocolate beer. Gross. 
And we got some Hershey's chocolate syrup laying around. <laughs> Are you about to like douse this in, in I chocolate mean, I syrup? Might. Really? <laughs> yeah. Are you saying you want to try it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> We're breaking new grounds. <laughs> chocolate syrup in your beer. Community would be very upset, I'm sure, if we did that. Yeah, especially since we haven't really like gone to their place yet to feature them. Have we not? It, no. If we ever go there, I'm going to suggest the strawberry funnel cake ale. I think that would actually go very nicely with this. I've never put fruit on my funnel cake, so I can't speak to that. It would be... I think I think it would go well with the beer itself. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, Shiner recently had that strawberry blonde that yeah. I actually really liked. So that's kind of why I... Uh, thought of that immediately fruit ales are kind of hit and miss for me some of them mm-hmm. are good some of them i'm like yeah no thanks do you remember their ipa the shiner that was the awful wicked ram no it oh. was uh what was it called um it yeah. was in a green bottle yeah the wicked wicked ipa oh yeah that's their yeah IPA. it was god awful terrible mm. terrible 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 like some melee Anyways, we're losing sample over there. It looks like he's about to fall asleep. No, just my allergies. Oh, wake up. Wake up. Wake up. I mean. Ew. <laughs> that's disgusting. So what? This is supposed to be a. Funnel cake. Well, English summer ale. English summer ale. All I wonder right. if they use paradise seeds. <laughs> if we go there, I'm going to ask them about that. As soon as I heard the word summer and ale, <laughs> I knew that you were going to bring up paradise seeds. Because they're awesome. <laughs> I used them in my uh, uh, lemon lime pale ale. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that turned out pretty good, too. Yeah. I, I really need to rebrew that soon. Mm. Yeah, you should. It's starting to get too cold for that. I don't care. It's good. <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right. Let's do poundability on the funnel cake. Mm. Mm. I'm going to say five. I'm right there. Five. Hang Just on. too sweet. It's too sweet to pound. Mine's going to be... Oh, what's he about to do? Mine's going to be... Eight! What? Eight? Eight. 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 Is that really? before or after the chocolate syrup? <laughs> God. <laughs> I think it's just too sweet to pound. Yeah. I can't... There's a lot of vanilla on the finish. Yeah. It's um you get used to it after a while though. Now, for BJCP, it would be really hard to score this one. Hmm. So let's give it a 9999999 stroke my star. Oh, well, just because I'm trying to figure out, you know, English summer ale. English. You're going to have the marisotter which is like bready. And then you've got the funnel cake aspect with the vanilla. Ugh. I mean, it tastes. If if someone hands me this and says, "This is a funnel cake beer," and I drink it and I go, "Yeah, that's a funnel cake beer," yeah, then yeah. it seems to me like they hit their marks. But as far as autumn seasonal, yes, the guidelines say one thing, but going into that, I'm going to be expecting spices. So yeah, that's that, that's the thing because the the guidelines do say, um, you know, it allows for brewer creativity. So funnel cake definitely in that in that. Uh, in that area. Uh, but as long as the resulting product is balanced and provides some spice. So um, it has to provide at least a little bit of spice flavor, and I'm not getting that here. I would probably enter this one as, you know, maybe an alternate fermentable. 
That's probably mm-hmm. a safe bet. Yeah. So, anyway. All right, we got a couple more. Let's move on to the next uh, one. Yeah. All right. So, our next beer coming out of Utah. <laughs> what? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> anyway. From Wasatch, 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 Wasatch. Okay, I think it's Wasatch. Wasatch Brewery. It is their Black O'Lantern Pumpkin Stout. It's black. It is. It's black. Quite dark. Yes. Um, he doesn't understand. No, I don't. You have to understand. This is my third episode. One day, one day, young jokes. Padawan. You need to go back and listen to all the episodes. So yeah. I, oh I gosh. Got some catching up to do. Start with I number do. one. Start with episode number one. Yes. All right, which well. is technically episode number two. No, it's one point, or it's one point five. Yeah, one point twenty-one gigawatts. <laughs> Great, it's fantastic. <laughs> no, it's not. Whoops. Anyway, so Black O' Lantern Pumpkin Stout from the depths of our fermentation cellar. This beer started out as our brewer's favorite blend, mixing imperial stout with pumpkin. Ale to create this terrifyingly delicious pumpkin stout. Um, rings in at. I think the funnel cake got to Sawyer. I mean, uh, powers a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I thank you. Well, I like how the first name out of your mouth was mine. Well, because usually that's what happens. Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> rings in at six point five percent alcohol by volume. Uh, coming out of Salt Lake City, Utah, and. This one is brewed with pumpkin and spices. So this one actually does claim to be brewed with actual pumpkin, um, hey, following the example of the post. The can. Even the pumpkin's black. Thanks. The pumpkin on the can, you mean? Yeah. Look, don't be yeah. racist, okay? <laughs> it's black. It's black. You gotta right. say it with your chest. Anyway, so the beer. The beer is black. black. Yes. Uh, there are some ruby highlights when held up to the light. Yes. So, looks to be what would be clear, mm-hmm. but it is opaque. Clear if it were not terrifyingly Black. dark. If it was not a terrifying pumpkin beer. And the aroma, I'm getting a lot of... Allspice. Roast, well, I was going to say chocolatey roasty notes. Oh, oh I'm yeah, getting I'm getting a lot of, of chocolate, too. too. The spice, for me, is kind of an afterthought. I'm getting yeah. mostly roast. Mm. I'm getting mostly chocolate. Mm. Like Hershey's chocolate Hershey's are you, chocolate syrup are you sure you didn't put syrup in your I funnel cake that. I've already drank the funnel cake <laughs> maybe we should have just mixed this one and the funnel cake one and that would have been good if we're getting some chocolate huh Ooh. I'm getting a, a, still a lot of chocolate mm-hmm. in the flavor not so much roast but it's still there it's like a it's like a milk stout. It's a milk chocolate. Ooh. It's, uh, you know, mm. for me, the mouthfeel is not that thick, you know? It's no, not, it's, I'd say it's a medium. Yeah, I would, which is surprising, you know? You would think it would be a little bit thicker. I would say it's similar to the Punkle as far as mouthfeel. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I do get some pumpkin and allspice, maybe a hint of cinnamon and nutmeg, but it's not over the top. It blends nicely. Yeah. And I think that this one treats the fact that it's brewed with pumpkin a little bit better than that Brooklyn beer does. Well, I mean, um, it's a completely different base style. It's well, hard it's to compare the different two. Different base style, but I think that the the style here actually ended up working a little bit better with it. I don't know. I've, mm. I, 
I like this one. Probably. I think they're both good for different reasons. Um, this one, I'm getting more of the spice that we did yeah. get out of the post road. Well, yeah, because post road actually doesn't claim too much, really, any spice. This one does. Right. So they're um, they're going for something almost between the two, between the punkle and the post road, as far as like pumpkin versus Amount spice. Of spice. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, this one's actually using both pumpkin and spice and putting it into a completely different beer than the other two. Yeah. Uh, pumpkin beers we've had so far. Pumpkin and spice and everything nice. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> Come on, it's like Dr. Seuss. Mm. Isn't that like Spice Girls? Sugar and spice and everything nice? Yep. Wait. What? What? Wait, that didn't start with Spice Girls, did it? Oh, no. I'm pretty sure it was in one of their songs. Oh, probably. Yeah. Not that I've, you know, listened to Spice Girls a lot, but... Ooh. <laughs> Brew styles, more questions than answers. <laughs> Welcome to Spice Styles. <laughs> um, it's a spicy meatball. Hmm. I think the balance is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, other than saying it's a stout, six and a half percent, I wouldn't necessarily call that imperial level. No. Nine. It doesn't say what kind of stout. It's a milk stout or dry stout. Well, they say they mix imperial stout with pumpkin ale. So I don't know what what's that actually ABV, means. What's the ABV threshold for imperial stout? I think it's ten or uh, eight. Hmm. Imperial stout twenty C. Yeah. Oh, this is only six and a half. Yeah, it is eight to twelve percent is imperial stout. So so this is well under. Was right. What I would call imperial. It's definitely, but it has it has a, a slight warming to it. Yeah, it's very well balanced. The flavor, I, I definitely get stout character, chocolate roast. Yeah, um, body is good, carbonation's good, good amount of spice. It's not over the top. You know this this autumn seasonal beer episode has been a lot more pleasurable than the ones we've had in the past. <laughs> What, what, up, what, what has been what's been the problem with the last ones? Just the spice characters way over the top, mm. not balanced at all. Um, the dogfish head pumpkin yeah. uh, is is pretty good. Obviously, that's the commercial example. Mm-hmm. The punkle has always been one of my favorites. I, you know, I'm not a huge fan of this style, mm-hmm. but on occasion, it's nice to have one. Um, punkle is usually the one that I go to because I know it's good and it's balanced. This one's pretty dang good too. I am I am a fan of this. This is the kind of beer that I would really like to drink whilst sitting around a fire while I'm camping. Yes. I am, yeah. Like when it's cold outside. Yeah. When it's cold. One of those nice cool yeah. October nights yeah, or like something. A, you know. Yeah, that hasn't mid, happened mid yet. Mid to high fifties. Got a campfire going. Sitting in my chair. Ran out of Bud Light. What? <laughs> I mean, those were always my like the, the, those like cooler autumn nights were always my just favorite yeah. nights of the year. Like yeah. especially being in marching band and going out and having to do a football game on Friday it was always nice when yep. you know it was just nice and nice cool, and cool, not and hot. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, 
I, I would be a fan of this on one of those types of nights. It's a little bit warming. It's, you know, nicely balanced. It's got some autumn flavors in it. I am, you know, and, and it, it, it doesn't push you to drink it like crazy. It doesn't push you to, you know, yeah. it's definitely not poundable. This is a sipping beer. It's a sipping beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. It's a sipping beer, and you could just drink this while, you know, having a conversation with friends and, you know, sitting around a fire. So, poundability rating on this one. Ooh, like two, three. Yeah, I'm, I, yeah, th- three to 3.5, 3.5, yeah. BJCP rating, I'd probably be around 40 again for this one. This is, yeah. Because I can tell that the base beer is very well brewed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's very well balanced. I get the pumpkin notes, I get spice notes. This this is good. I like. That. I've never had this one before. This is really good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's um, I think this one's my favorite of the day so far. Um, uh, yeah, it for me it, it'd be an interesting toss up between this one and Punkle. Just yeah, because Punkle's been a standby of mine for this style. Like I said, I'm not a huge fan of this style, mm-hmm. but when I do think about, I, I want to have a nice spiced beer. I go straight to the Punkle every time. Yeah, yeah. But this one's a, you know, this one is heavier, even though the mouthfeel is not any much, you know, heavier than, than the punkle. It sits heavier On in your stomach, stomach yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So this is like a one and done yeah, kind of I thing. I wouldn't want to have too many more of the, these. The punkle I could have a couple of without feeling yeah. gross. Yeah. I agree with that, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, very, very well made, very tasty. Yeah, I'd be in the... 40 range, 40 to 42 range again. I like this beer. Sawyer, do you like this beer? I do like this beer. <laughs> yeah, so seriously, this is, this has been one of the more uh, pleasurable <laughs> seasonal beer episodes we've had. Pleasurable. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, we have one more to get to. and uh, Whew. It, I, hear, I hear it's a doozy. It is a doozy. Um, <laughs> I'm not drunk. Well, you will be. Oh, God. oh, no. Let's crack that bad boy open. All right. All right. So the very last beer that we're going to drink today. I don't know what it is yet. I have tried to keep this a secret. However, if someone went foraging through the fridge and looked at it, then you ruined the surprise. I didn't look at it. I didn't I'm just saying. Y'all were out there getting beers all day, so. Yeah, but I don't know. I didn't. <laughs> the only thing I grabbed was the punkle. I have no flipping clue what this beer is. I actually just. So this is yeah. by Avery in Boulder, Colorado, which is one of the uh, breweries that I visit up there. It's, it's I love that brewery. I'm it's tremendous. Totally a fan of Avery. Everything that they make is fantastic, which is why I'm really excited about this one. This is their annual barrel series, batch number seven. It's called Rumpkin. Okay. It is an ale brewed with pumpkin and spices, aged in rum barrels. Okay. Uh, this 12-ounce bottle cost me $15. Fifteen dollars. Okay. Yeah, that is. Uh, and it rings in at a mild sixteen point nine percent. Oh my god! <laughs> what in the hell is that? That would be sixteen point nine percent. No, Sawyer. I mean like what base style is that? And it is barrel condition, so I'm or a bottle condition, so I'm having okay. to pour very carefully. Anakin, come here. So if we really like it, we can crack open the second bottle. But uh, I wanted to, boy. I wanted to taste it first and kind of see where we were at. 
I've got the podcast cat. The podcat? Yeah, the podcat. All right, so there's <laughs> hey, sludge buddy. in the bottom here. Oh, boy. I do think Sawyer got the clearest pour because it's at the top. All right. Let's you see. Hmm? All right, so looking at that, that is amber in color for sure. Yeah, mine's a little hazy. Yeah, mine's almost clear as balls. Yeah, I, I, I've got pretty clear as balls here, too. I've got too. floaties. Oh, yeah, you do have floaties. That's okay. Yeah. All right. Well. Oh, my gosh. All right, let, so, let me, well, hang on. Let me swirl it up here. Uh, this well, is a it, this it, is a glasses beer right here. Oh, my God. So it poured very... St- no, I wouldn't say still, but the, the head is... Even even when you swirl it, the head is almost non-existent. Um, that's the barrel character, I think. Yeah, um, it is hard to get any sort of head here, but whew, that the aroma I'm getting uh, alcohol spiced rum. It didn't say uh, aged in spiced rum barrels, but it just says aged in rum barrels. I can't reach you. Wow. Um, I don't even know what to say. It's I'm here's, catching pumpkin. Here's the blurb. <laughs> we wonder what would happen if a monstrous pumpkin ale, plump, full of spicy gordiness, <laughs> were aged in fine, fresh rum barrels to add suggestions of delicate oak and candied molasses. Rumpkin is what happened. Is it bad that like I almost think it smells like Whataburger spicy ketchup? <laughs> I've never smelt that ketchup. I've, as a matter of fact, I've never even tried it. Oh, Whataburger spicy ketchup. Yeah. No, that's the greatest ketchup in the world. See, I like the regular ketchup. Nah, I, oof. spicy ketchup all the way. We, like, whenever we visit a town that has an HEB, we go and, like, get giant bottles of it because it's so Heb. good. Heb. There's um, one in Waxahachie, and they're putting one in Mansfield, too. Uh, well, that's actually another reason for us to move down here. Yes, it is. Oh, I didn't tell you. Anna, actually. Did she uh, get the job? She got, re- she's getting recommended, so she's, she's pretty much got the job. All it's right. Just, it just depends on whether or not her salary is good. But, well, congratulations you know. to her. That's, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. But anyway, this, the beer. <laughs> yes, the beer. Uh, it says brewed with Rocky Mountain water, malted barley, pumpkin, nutmeg, cinnamon, ginger, hops, and yeast. So all the same spices that we've been seeing. Only something just more intense here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Have we tasted it yet? I have no. Not. All right, here we go. Cheers. 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 Prost. Mm. Oh, <laughs> my God. This is amazing. It's so good. It's so good. That is pretty tasty. Um, I'm usually not a huge fan of, of rum stuff, but this is subtle. And it, I think it blends with the spice. It does. Very well. It is the best pumpkin flavor we've had yet. Like, just the best just pumpkin it's, flavor. it's sweet. Like, yes. the finish is, is, is sweet, but it's not, like, sugary. It's just... that's Maybe that's the candied molasses yeah. they were talking about. That's probably it, yeah. Man, that is tasty. That's dangerous. Oh, God. That's 16%. 16.9. Oh, so basically 17 per- Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. I think, I, like, you know, despite the risk, I do kind of want that other bottle. <laughs> like, yeah, no kidding. We'll just have to see oh. how we feel after this one. Oh, my goodness. I mean, we're getting a third pour of it, so it's not like we're going nuts with it. Mm-hmm. 
Because um, anytime someone says barrel aged or whatever to me, no. Because <laughs> it it equals heartburn city for me. Yeah. Like straight up. I don't know why, but it whenever, does. W- whenever they're trying to like age something in liquor barrels is what you're saying? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, I have a question for you all, and this actually does relate to beer. Um, have you all ever Surprisingly heard Surprisingly from uh, Sawyer. Uh, thank you. <laughs> have you all ever heard of, uh, of something called Kangen water? Or just straight up alkaline water? No. Okay. Why? So a buddy of mine, I'm not going to name names, uh, but a buddy of mine has a machine that can turn just regular tap water, which can be very acidic at times, to alkaline water, which is not acidic at all. And it's supposed to be like super healthy for you and all that jazz. But it actually tastes different too. It actually tastes pretty good. Hmm. Um, and so I was thinking on the way over here, I was like, I wonder what beer would taste like made with alkaline water. And you're thinking this might be kind of it or like what you're kind of, well, you know, I, well, I just wonder if it would change it at all. It would depend on the process because like, you know, the whole reason that you don't brew with reverse osmosis water is because it pulls out all of the nutrients that the yeast need. Hmm. So, depending on the process, of course, I don't know anything about that process, but if it changes it enough to where the yeast can't thrive, then you're not going to be able to make beer up. You're going to have to add those, Mm. not necessarily chemicals, but those minerals and vitamins back into the water so that the yeast can do their thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm interested to find out. I need to talk to him about it. This is really good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it's sweet, and it's... uh, Whenever I hear sixteen point nine percent alcohol by volume, I'm gonna, I'm like, that's gonna be just hot, you Super know, boozy. Exactly. That's, but this is not, not that boozy and fruit. I would actually say that the pumpkin stout from Wasatch had more warming than this. Yeah, I would agree with that. This yeah. hides it very well, mm-hmm. which is tough to do. And this is a seasonal beer for them, right? Yeah, this they don't is, make it year round. Well, th- this says uh, annual barrel series batch number seven. Oh, there you go. Bottled August first, twenty seventeen. And you found this. This was at uh, Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Okay, so not okay. World Market. No, Whole Foods in Arlington. Cool. The one on Thirty and Collins. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I, I you know I, I'm still going down to that. I I really like that store down in Mansfield, uh, beer and liquor world, or beer yeah. and wine world, whatever yeah. you call it. Those guys are awesome. They constantly ask about the podcast too when I'm there. Oh yeah, yeah. These bless you. Thank you. These little these two Indian guys that run the place. Every time they see me in there, they ask about the podcast. Oh really? Do they listen? Did you give them a card? Oh yeah. No, I've written down the website and everything several times for them. So thank you, you guys. (laughs) Thank you, listeners. Yeah. So no, they're really nice, and you know, take them a T-shirt. If you live in and around Mansfield, they have a fantastic beer selection. Oh, yeah, and cigars. And cigars. Yeah, yeah, I just saw that today too. Hmm. Um, so you know, go and check it out. And if you don't like beer, they have a great wine selection too. Mm. So and they sell um, the kegs. Yeah. Also, you can they buy sell kegs, kegs and you can mix them at your own six pack. And the best part of all. They're open on Sundays. Yeah, they're 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 just beer and wine. They're just beer and wine, so they can stay open. That's awesome. Yep, I like that. So, and they they were packed earlier when I was there. Oh uh, yeah, was, probably because I was like, oh crap, it's Sunday. Uh, beer, oh. football, <laughs> and just before the Cowboys game. Yeah. <laughs> um. This th- this is 
Wow. Which is going quite well for the Cowboys, by the way. Yeah. Uh, very well. Well, they're against the winless 49ers, but yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, Sports. That I don't really care about. Sports! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is really good. Mm-hmm. I like this a lot. I haven't even, like, talked about, like, the actual beer itself. I'm just, I've just sat here being like, this is good. This is I, I like this beer. You know, mm-hmm. now that I'm, the more I drink it, the more, like, floral notes I'm getting out of it. Floral? Mm. Yeah. Uh, uh, in, like, in the aroma or? No, the flavor. Okay. It's, like, very subtle. Like a sweet floral. Mm. Um, Bruce Styles just checked in a Black O'Lantern. <laughs> Thank and you, Travis. And Rumpkin. <laughs> By the way, I gave this a, was it a 4.5 on untapped? <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't venture into the 4 range very often. Yeah. I don't either. Hmm. Unless it's Hackershore. <laughs> and that's our weekly check-in with Hackershore, yes. pre- presented by Sawyer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even the Black O'Lantern, I had a 3.75. Hmm. And that was a good beer. Yeah, that one was good. Wait, is this the Rumpkin 2017? Yes. I would imagine yes. Because yeah, they have one that's just called Rumpkin. Yeah, I mean, so that's the thing about Untapped is people can add their own things. Well, they're, it looks like they're the same from both by Avery. Well, I know what I'm saying. It's user submitted. Oh, Avery doesn't put them on there themselves? I don't, I don't know. They oh. might. But this is the 2017. This was bottled August 1st, 2017. So if you, you know, some people like to... Uh, compare year to year beers. So, like, if I kept mm. that other bottle in there for next year and then bought a 2018 version, compare the two. Well, Courtney missed out today. This was good. Yeah, that, this one, she yeah. did miss out. And Travis missed out too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Um, this beer is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's all I can say. It's, it's just wow. It's tremendous. It's so good. It better be for 15 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That is... Whew. It's a hefty price, but I got to tell you, like... Totally worth it. That's good. Well, when I went, when I rode my motorcycle up to Colorado, the only brewery that I brought beers back from was Avery. Okay. Huh. Avery, huh? Four or five different ones I brought back. Do they have... Oh, like, no, you brought back... Uh, um, oh, that's right. I had the Twisted Pine. Yeah. Um, mm. Ghostface Killer. Yeah, which I don't. You probably haven't had that yet, have you? No, I. I think I've seen it a couple of places. Good luck finding it. Yeah, yeah. they stopped distributing down here about a year ago. Oh, I bet he could find it out in California. Yeah, probably. I might. I might could. Oh, you probably could. Yeah. I. I'll see if I can find it. If you do, you should it. get like a case of it. Total I mean, Wine it's... might still have some bottles. <laughs> <laughs> I need to check with my buddy on that. Maybe he can special order me some. Hmm. It will melt your face. Yeah, that last bottle that we opened, I actually kind of enjoyed. I did too, but it still melted my face. I couldn't drink a whole bottle, probably. No. That's definitely one you had. I would really like to cook with it. So y'all remember uh, my future brother-in-law, Luis, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I uh, I gave a bottle of it to him at, after his wedding. And he tried it before he went on his honeymoon and texted me. He was like, hey, man, that was some good ass. Like right there, that was really good. Mm. He that said he down the whole bottle right that, there. That, that, that I'm was sure Eddie would good, good. Have a, yeah. love to have a conversation with him about probably pepper beers. But well, if I can ever get him back in the states, then yeah. yeah. Mm. 
anyway, this was uh, this is fantastic. Like I said, <laughs> most pleasurable autumn season episode that we've ever done. That was, was great. Yeah. Oh, apparently Anna just picked up the, her dress. Oh, jeez. Nice. Yeah. Well, anything else on these? <laughs> oh, I, ju- I just saw that text. On this. Oh my god! Um, oh, oh like pound two, well, yeah, <laughs> like one, one point five, yeah. <laughs> one point twenty-one gigawatts. Um, that's, BJCP. That's, I mean, that, that's tans for BJCP and poundability. Mm. Well, no see, BJCP. If this were an actual thing, like. What it do you mean? is in autumn. You can enter something as an imperial autumn season. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then I give this like a forty-five. This is amazing. Yeah, I, it would be up there for me. It's, it's not a offensive. Sweet on the finish. Yeah. That's my only qualm about it. It's but it's not offensive in any regard. No, it's like it's nice and balanced and everything. Yeah. I just that sweetness on the finish. It does. It it does kind of get through. It's. I hate to say this because it's going to have a very negative connotation to it, but it's almost syrupy. No, and yeah, I, I I can actually see that too, especially just, as the beer itself thick. warms up. It's especially thick. as as it's the beer thick. itself warms up, it, it it does get that sort of um, character to it, and I agree with that. It's um, still really dang good, though. Yeah. Oh God. Whew. All right. Well, uh, if there's nothing else. Oh yeah. So. Uh, well, uh, thanks for uh, joining us for another episode. I'm sorry, episode of Brew Styles. What are we doing next week? Yeah, what are we doing next week? I think we're doing Dunkless Vicevere. Yes. Hopefully you're Oakley and Oakley next week. Jeez, uh, because <laughs> next week is the Dunkless Vicevere. Gosh. Cheers to then. Till then. Cheers to then? Cheers to then. All right. I well, think that's the beer affecting my English I now. think the beer affects a lot of things you do. Oh, crap. Oh, crap.